And we are live with another episode of Brownwater Banter. I am Jared Seymour. My name is Joey Cates. And we have Carrie Toronto Chipley in the studio today. She is running for uh, City Council Ward 2 in Diabraville. Um, we're going to talk to her about her campaign, about the elections coming up on April the 6th. Uh, but before we do that, we want to thank our sponsors right out of the gate. Um, Dr. Robbie Williams over at Southern Magnolia Smiles, man. Let me show his uh, face here. Uh, Southern Magnolia Smiles, you can look them up on all the social platforms at Southern Magnolia Smiles. They are located right here uh, in Ocean Springs on Washington Avenue. Um, if you're looking for a great local dentist, man, you're not going to find a better one than him. You can check him out on his website at southernmagnoliasmiles.com or give him a call on the landline at area code 228-215-1202. And uh, this week we also have another sponsor joining on board, Joey. Isn't that right? That's Jesse. He Jesse, went, yeah. Jesse Hill is a good friend uh, of us, good friend of the show. We've uh, we known him and his family for a long time, and uh, we're, we're happy to have him aboard. Yeah, Hill Tree Marketing, man. They do uh, – Looks, he, he wrote us a little write-up here, and we'll, we'll uh, I'll read it off for you. It's uh, Hill Tree Marketing. Their team strives to promote, enhance, and enrich their clients', clients businesses uh, through creative services, including web design, graphic design, social media management, photography, videography, and aerial cinematography. It looks like they have a drone as well. Yeah, so they do a lot of cool if stuff. you're looking uh, for somebody to help you out on that end with your business, hit them up at hilltreemarketing.com or give them a call at 228-860-2872. Uh, and we appreciate them coming on board and uh, being a sponsor of the show. Looking forward to, uh, to working with them. Yep. So now that we got that uh, out the gate, Carrie, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Uh, we're doing well. Uh, thanks for stopping by and talking to us today. Um, I got a feeling that you love uh, Diabraville and and proud of it. With all my heart and soul, I ble I bleed black and gold. This is my hometown. We were uh, we were joking a little bit before we went live. You know, Joey and I both graduated from St. Martin, so mm -hmm. uh, there's a slight bit of animosity <laughs> here. You know, that stuff goes deep. You know, way back. So uh, old school, right? Yeah, y'all are she, just mad because we beat y'all in football every and year. This you is are also, correct. This is also you true. Are correct. <laughs> it's already starting. It's already starting. Uh, but you did point out that we are doing business in Diabraville, so yeah, uh, you're not we wrong. Have there, some right? skin in the game. Well, I'll wait. I, I pick on my husband because he's from St. Martin mm -hmm. as well. And like I just told y'all, you, you weren't born in Diabrille, but you got here as fast as you could. That's, That's right. right. That's right. We're always wanting to uh, give a hand out and, and welcome everybody and lift those up in need. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that, it. That, all you needed to follow that up was was a honey at the end, yeah, right? That was it. that Southern uh, <laughs> uh, insult with a smile on your face. I love that. That was right. good. Um, so w tell me about you. Why are you, uh, why are you running for city council? Uh, well, this is something that I always knew that I was going to do. Um, when I was a child, I walked hand in hand with my dad and collected signatures on petitions to become a city. And um, he looked at me and he said, Carrie Francis, I want you to put this to memory. He said, not very many people get to uh, witness the birth of a city. And you just, you, you're too young to know now, but when you get older, you're going to realize how special this is. And uh he said, I want you to be a part of this growing up. This is your home. This is your community. And when you get old enough to realize what it gave to you, I, I want you to give back. And I always kind of kept that tucked away in the back of my mind, and it just kind of grew in my heart as I grew older. And uh, I've always owned a business in the city of Diaberville. So I, I knew that uh, one day when I was in a season of life where I could really uh, have the time to give back, that I wanted to do that. So um, I'm just uh, – wanted to I, I found myself now where i'm semi-retired and i said it's time for me to step up to the plate and help make my my city a, a better place i'm not a politician but i'm a servant yeah. and, and and this is my opportunity to take some of the experience that i have and knowledge i have of how our city works and and give back and and help them do a little bit better Sweet. so is this your is this your first time running for any office 
It is. It, it, and it's a surprising experience. It's a lot more challenging. A lot than, of grinding. It, it, it is, you know, and it, it's really, you, you don't think about it, but basically you're putting yourself on stage and saying, you know, hey, judge me. Yes. Pick right. me. And um, I don't know if I quite took that into consideration. I mean, I knew that that was an aspect of it, but my my goals were, you know, I just, I were set on something else, was achieving something and and helping better my city. I, I don't know that I really thought about that part of it. So yeah, it, it's, 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 it's kind of challenging. You I mean, know? When you put your name on one of, the, one of those signs, I mean, everything's kind of free game. You know, they, they, they see your family, they see who you are, you know, and, and you're always right. under that microscope now. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, um, I was scared to put my picture on my signs. I kept waiting for someone to come and draw the little mustache. Yeah. And <laughs> Devil horns, something like something, that. Something, you yeah. never know. You has never it, know. I mean, so far into this, has it stayed pretty clean? I mean, does, at this level of the game, is there attacks and stuff like that? Like personal attacks? Um, you know, Diagonville is a great community and we're full of, I, I say we're a city of treasure uh-huh. and our biggest treasure are people. Right. And I'm really proud of of how our politics is handled here on on the city level. Um, I'm friends with both of my opponents, and um, you know I, I knew a lot of the other candidates running, and I've really gotten to know the ones that I didn't, and we all get along great, and we're just a positive group of people. And I think that everybody that is running for the city, um, we all have different qualifications and and different talents that we bring to the table. But I think everyone's heart is in the right place. So I'm really proud to say that, you know, in Diabraville that we've we've all been uh, very friendly and encouraging to each other. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. I like what you said, though. You're a, a, not a politician, but a, you want to be a servant, a servant of yeah. the community. And you're from here. Uh, this is your hometown. I mean, like you said, you watched the birth of the city as it's grown over the years, mm-hmm. and boy, has it right! Like the was blasting everywhere. I mean, it's yeah. kind of to me. Tell me, correct me if you think I'm wrong, but like after Katrina, you know, Biloxi got hit super hard, and like yep. most of the businesses e- either didn't come back or it feels like they all moved north of the of the bay and went into yeah. Biloxi. Right, Sangani Avenue got you know the the Walmart and all the, just every retail that's on that yeah. road, and it's continuing to grow. Right. So, like, the sky's the limit for, for Diabraville. Absolutely. You know, I own the, the Dinner Bell Family Restaurant on Central Avenue, and it washed away in Katrina. And um, while I was operating the restaurant, I also did real estate on the side. And um, so when we lost the restaurant, I was able to focus 100% on real estate. Mm-hmm. And Sangani Boulevard was actually my project. Really? Um, Stay Salutaris and Dr. Sangani had started that project and brought me on board full time after I lost the restaurant. So um, personally, I brought more than $70 million of investments to Sangani Boulevard. And um, I, I don't even know how many businesses, but, um, you know, finished off that project all the way down to the Grand Theater, the Marriott Hotel there, right. and then Academy. So um, we were well, you def- saw it firsthand. Absolutely. We um, we were sitting on a golden egg. Yeah, yeah. that's I didn't I didn't realize you were a part of yeah. putting that together. Wow. I was just, you know, bringing that up because yeah. it's so important, but that's cool to so, now I got a ton more questions. Like right. that was that was uh, you were in charge of bringing those businesses in and, and connecting them with their property owners. Correct. So I, I actually marketed worked, it for. Them. I worked for the developer, and we would get on a plane and fly to a different city. Um, one of our biggest things was um, a convention every year in Las Vegas, and we would walk from seven a.m. to seven p.m. miles a day until our feet bled. Just uh, marketing the I-10, I-110 interchange, mm-hmm. Sangani Boulevard, right. and also the promenade. 
And uh, for years, you know, we would tell people D'Iberville and they'd say, where is that? Right. And they'd say, honey, slow down. And, and we'd have to say D'Iberville. Yeah. People did. Yeah. We'd say Biloxi. And they're like, oh, we don't know if we want to come to Mississippi, these national <sighs> retailers. And after about uh, four years, I didn't have to go begging people anymore. My phone was ringing off the hook. They were like, hey, we want a part of that yeah. action. You sold it. Yeah, yeah, well, we grew so fast, right. and our national retailers, many of them are the top of uh, their chain. Like our Walmart has been the number one producing Walmart in the state of Mississippi for several years in a row. Okay. And uh, the Outback as well. So they were all performing so well, and word got around, and, you know, we had um, we'd built up our demographics, and we had great traffic counts, and uh, so we were able to attract a lot of national retailers. Mm. And in turn, what that did is it gave our, our city – economic stability and, and everybody needed eco- economic stability after Katrina right. uh, gave us a tax base. You know, we just built a $5 million police department. Mm-hmm. Um, That's awesome too. They we, did that. I saw that on the other, Clay Jones was on the other. It's, yeah. It's, yes. It's beautiful. And we did that without raising taxes. You know, when Ocean Springs built theirs, I think they added a 1% restaurant sales tax to the city to build theirs. We built ours with no special taxes, no yeah. tax increase, and we didn't put our city in debt. So um, the, our retail growth in the city of Diaberville has really allowed us to do a lot of great things for our citizens. I, I remember after Katrina, I think uh, I think that Chili's down there was one of the first restaurants to open back up and bring some sense of normalcy back to life after mm-hmm. that, tr- you know, terrible event. So yeah. uh, I just always remember how busy they were. So they they had yes. to have been one of the busiest <laughs> Chili's in the, in no the franchise or the uh, yeah. company, you know, at that time. They were with the Chili's, a Beef O'Brady's, yep. and Outback. Yeah. Yep. Were uh, were all three open, and uh, we they couldn't get canned sodas in quick enough because we, you know for I don't think we ha- we could use the water in the city until yeah. around October maybe. Yeah. So I remember just um, trying to um, help with the logistics of getting enough canned drinks to the area for our our local restaurants to be able to serve sodas. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And. You brought up dinner, Bill. I really wish you'd have brought some of them pork chops. <laughs> we used to eat there all the time. Oh, my yeah. grandma. Well, we, we keep toying with it. My uh, my husband actually fried some up at the Moose Lodge last night as a fundraiser really? for for some people who needed a hand. And uh, that's something that we're we're looking at doing is uh, d- maybe quarterly having a pop-up dinner bell. That would be awesome. As that a benefit. Be. Like a food truck kind of thing. That would be awesome. <laughs> I would love a food truck. If you yes. guys could find me a food truck, I'd be <laughs> slinging pork chops every that other Wednesday. No, that, there you go. That, did yeah. y'all have, it was, I guess it was still yours when you moved it up to North, uh, the Wool Market. Still Correct, the same yeah. one. Yeah, uh-huh. that, that place is amazing. It wasn't the same as Diaberville though. Right. Like, Pork chop Friday was where it was. Wednesday. Right? Yeah. Pork chop Wednesday? Wednesday. Yeah, okay. I don't even right. let pork chops in my house. Really? I serve so many pork chops. I don't want to look at them. I don't want to touch them. I don't want to <laughs> eat them. <laughs> so what's the uh, what's the plans for Diaberville, uh, in your in your opinion, moving forward? What do you think can improve upon? What needs to be, what should be the goal? What's the focus of the city? Like, what do they need now? You brought up the $5 million police department. That was probably one thing that needed to be addressed, yes. right? Because they were right over here. And that little small, yeah, yeah that small small place. So that's one thing fixed. But was what else is hanging out there that could be improved upon? Well, one of one of my personal goals is Diaberville has, um, well, as you know, some of the the best sports programs yeah. and facilities. You know, we have great the great parks for the kids to play at uh, sports at. But we really don't have any leisurely parks, um, like a place where you can just bring your kids to play yeah. and swing, run right. around, or, green space. 
Correct, yeah. or, or a walking track. And we're one of the few cities that doesn't have a dog park. Mm. Um, and yeah. I think that, that that's kind of an important addition that we need to add to the city. So the city has some green space. Um, some of it is even wetlands that we can't build anything on, but yeah. it would make great park space. So um, one of my projects I would like to do is um, find some grant money, which I've actually located some, and we have a brilliant grant writer at the city, um, and make some parks uh, for people of all ages and all abilities. Yeah. Uh, that's I feel like we're kind of lacking there. We're not very competitive with some of the other cities um, on, on that forefront. The other thing is, is um, we are one of 11 coastal cities in the state. And that's such a beautiful and awesome natural resource. Right. And I, I would like to capitalize on that and really give our city a stronger identity so we can market that to uh, outsiders, business people, and people that are moving to the Gulf Coast and um, really create a stronger identity and build up our waterfront district. Um, I mean, 11 cities in the whole state can say that they are, you know, they are a waterfront city and we're one of them. And I just don't feel like we're, we're capitalizing on that. So I would really love to build up the waterfront area. Uh, And I think the city has uh, identified some opportunities with BP to be able to do that and um, really just kind of push that out there. You know, we've got a great marina. It's easy to launch there and you can get to to a lot of great fishing spots. You know, I grew up right there on the water on St. Charles on Back Bay. And uh, we've got great fishing. I just think we really need to kind of push that out some more. Um, you know, our, our police department, like we talked about, they uh, I, those guys still need a little bit more help. Um, we could use a couple more uh, newer cruisers and some newer desktops for them to be able to uh, get their work done more efficiently. Um, always, right, yeah. always help them for sure. Fire department's right there, behind. Yeah, they fire, got yep. a, the newer building, nice looking facility there, right? Right, and and they could use a little bit more equipment. But our city does such a good job taking care of our guys. We have one of the best police departments and fire departments on the coast, and uh, so we pour a lot into them, and uh, you know we we take care of them. But there's a few more things that they can need. Roads and drainage is always going to be number yeah. one. Yeah, in our city, especially with the topography, you know we're of how, how, how we are on the, the coast and, you know, we're just kind of low lying. Yeah. So we're always going to have to do work, um, on drainage and, and roads. And, um, but the good news about that is, is our budget for roads is growing so fast. We are the 50th. I have, it may have changed, but the last looked, we're the 50th in size in the state, but we are the 15th largest generator of online sales tax. And all of that money comes back to us from the state we get a larger piece of the pie because we're such a big generator, and that's what funds our roads. And it is growing much faster than we ever anticipated. So we have a much bigger budget that's going to allow us to be more aggressive right. with paving our roads and our drainage. And um, as long as we have the right council in there that can manage and um, appropriate those funds and 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 get the job done, we're we're going to have some of the best. I think. I mean, I think we already do, but we're going to have some of the best streets on the on the coast and really start knocking out some of our drainage issues. Awesome. You said 15th largest online retail sales tax generator in the state. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that that sounds, yeah. And when you say online too, you know, I would I would see maybe like, like we're talking, we know all the businesses that are here, brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. I could see that, but I didn't realize we were doing that much online as well. Yeah, well, I guess whenever moms and dads and everyone else couldn't get out for COVID. Yeah, yeah. They everybody were, was they, ordering yeah. from Target. Yeah. They were, but you yeah. know, we're we're known as a, a retail mecca now on the, on along the Gulf Coast. I'm really proud of that, and um and I maybe shopping's just in our blood now. I don't know, That's but it. 
Yeah, we we um we do a good job uh, keeping our economy healthy here in Diaberville. And that that comes back to us. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We got heavyweights like you know Gulfport next to us, and right. uh, they're take you know, Diaverville's uh, keeping pace with them, in my opinion. I mean, a little bit smaller, obviously, but absolutely. Uh, but on the up and up, on the up and coming. Yeah. You know? Well, we're we're an innovative city. Yeah. You know, so we're a lot of, um, and and we're still new and growing. We're still such an in, in our infancy. We're mm-hmm. we're the youngest city on the coast, so um, we're not stagnant. We're not stale. We're constantly moving forward. And trying to invent new ways uh, to attract people here, and it, it pays off tenfold. It really does. Yeah. yeah. When you were sure. talking about the development along the waterfront, what do you mean specifically? Like, do you mean like bringing more businesses in, like something like restaurants overlooking the water, stuff like that, or like Absolutely. city park developments, or both? Well, um, I would love to see <laughs> something even reminiscent of um, like like in San Antonio, like the Riverwalk. But mm-hmm. what um, the the city has been purchasing and looking to purchase land all around the marina that we have there under Back Bay Bridge at the boat launch. So what I think would be a a great addition to our city is if we were able to purchase more land, um, have some shops, uh, retail, maybe some housing above even, and then some restaurants with some outdoor seating. And personally, what I think would be great um, would be maybe even like an outdoor area where we can host um, bands or food trucks, have a place for festivals. And most importantly, um, you know, as I touched on before, we're one of 11 coastal people and we have great fishing, some fishing rodeos and and tournaments. Yeah. Um, You know, those bring in a lot of people. It generates a lot of money and it really, you know, gives us a chance to to show off our waters and, you know, all the great fishing and uh, recreation we have here. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of beautiful pieces of property. My grandpa grandpa owns one on Bayshore right there by the launch and it's just, Kind of the older guys that get guys and gals didn't feel like rebuilding after Katrina, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. and a lot of beautiful pieces, pro, pieces of property are just sitting dormant right now because right. a lot of people just didn't want to de- deal with it again. Let's develop it and show it off and right. show everybody how great Diaberville is. I mean, I, I grew up on that whole area, you know, and rode my bike through there every day, and right. we we need to show off how how great we are in all of our resources. We haven't even mentioned that uh, Diaberville has a, a casino. Yeah, north of, you know the only one north of the bay, or north, you know on the north side of the bay. And it's a beautiful casino. Oh, um, pearl, yeah, is, yes, absolutely gorgeous rooms, yep. uh, hotels. Um, you know we're so well rounded now. You know we <clears> have a stay and play system. We have a lot of uh, not only just the casino for the adults, but we have a lot of family friendly um, entertainment places that you can come and enjoy. And uh, you know there's always talk that there's another casino looking to come to Diaberville, which I would hear that a lot. Bring it. Right. Yeah. You know, no, I mean, seriously. Yeah. Is it? Absolutely. Yeah. Bring them on down there. Let's create a walkway from one to the other. Put some shops and restaurants uh, between the two. And people can just stroll up and down, you know, our our coastline or our back bay coastline, right. you know. That's right. For sure. Why not? I've got the uh, I've got the uh, elect carry Toronto Chipley uh, is your is your uh, Facebook page. Is that the best way for people to uh, get in touch with you if they want to see more information about you or even, I guess, could reach out through Facebook, right, and ask you any kind of questions? They could, and and I'll tell you, <laughs> I'm, I'm really proud of this. Um, I am the, the one candidate who has put their phone number and email on every single piece of literature that I've um, handed out. That's brave. So they... Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know what? Absolutely. That's brave. I, I, That's really I think brave. it would be even more brave if I said I want to be your voice, but you couldn't tell me what you needed. Correct. So I, it's important to me not only for people to reach me and tell me what they need, but I've been encouraging people to um, 
call me or email me and share with me your ideas. You know, we've got a, you know, a lot of uh, citizens out there with great ideas. And when we work together, we can make a better Diabraville. So they can reach me through Facebook or they could call me. My number is 228-547-8626. Um, you can Google me. It'll generate. It'll pop up. Um, or they can email me. It's kerrychipley at gmail.com. So I, I really uh, encourage feedback. Um, one of the things that I, I have committed to doing, if I'm elected, then I'm, I'm going to hold quarterly town hall meetings. Um, I don't think there's enough communication between the city and the citizens. A lot of times the city's doing a lot of great things. You know, people are wanting their road paved or wondering why this, you know, a problem hasn't yeah. been fixed or why no one's addressing it. Well, in reality, you know, it, it's getting paved next week or they've been trying to fix the problem and they're doing, you know, they've hired engineering company to come and look at it. So the people just don't know. Yeah. Um, so I'm holding quarterly town hall meetings. So that way, um, not only can I can communicate with my citizens, I'm encouraging them to communicate back with me and share their ideas. So, um, you know, and tell me their concerns as well. That's um, awesome. Yeah, I can't yeah. be the voice if I don't know their voice. So. That's right. Yep. So there's four wards in Diarville, right? Correct. And you are ward, two. you're running for two. ward two. Okay, and then you have a councilman at large, is that correct? correct. And that's kind of the sway vote, right? So two votes, you got, I mean, four votes, you got to have but a tiebreaker. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. this election is coming up fairly quickly. April 6th. Yeah, mm. Tuesday, April 6th. Um, and uh, I'm really hoping for a big turnout. You know, usually if the, the mayor is running unopposed, not a lot of people... Right. come out right. to vote. Um, sadly, not everyone gets so excited about who their councilman is, even though it's right. important. It you is know, important. A, yeah. a council person, uh, everybody on the council, you know, we they vote um, how your tax money is spent. They um, vote on or they have a say in, in uh, businesses that come into the city. Um, so they really kind of touch everything that happens along, you know, in the city. They, they have a little bit of a say in you know, uh, what the architecture maybe of a store may look like or something like that. So it's really important to pay attention to who who's representing you at City Hall. Right. Um, so, yeah, we're we, we need a, a bigger turnout at the polls. Um, it, historically, it's not we, we don't have as much participation as I was as I'd like. Mm -hmm. I'd like to brag to say that we have a, you know, much higher voter turnout. So I'm hoping April 6th, our community will really come out yeah. and be more involved. Everybody go out and vote. April the 6th. For April 6th, the yeah. primaries. That's right. Uh, runoffs, I believe, is April 27th. And then our generals will be uh, later on in the year. That's okay. awesome. And so I guess Rusty's not, he's unopposed. Huh? Unop Man, who wants to run against <laughs> Rusty Quave? That's a lot that's of, it. that's a lot of history there. Yeah. 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 He's done a fantastic job. You know, he's our second mayor. And he's, you know, we started off um, really with not a whole lot, you know, kind of like a blank slate. And then once Rusty took the reins, he's just, he's gone full charge and he's accomplished so much. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I've really met too many people that don't like, don't like him. Mm -hmm. I don't. Or his po' boys. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, you can always, you can always win people over with yeah, good food, right? No doubt, <laughs> for sure. Also true. Well, is there anything that we haven't touched on that you want to cover uh, or let people know about your candidacy before uh, before April 6th? Um, let me think. Uh, I, I just really want to stress uh, the fact that, um, like I said, I'm not a politician. I'm a servant. Yeah. I've spent a lot of time and effort um, building up the city, making sure that we have long-term economic stability um, and, you know, creating jobs um, here in the city to just quality of life conveniences. 
and I've poured my heart and soul into that. Um, I've done my homework with the the budgets. Um, you know, I, I know the infrastructure of our city and, and having the historical knowledge of where we were and where we started, I feel like really gives me a clear look into the future to know where we need to be. Yeah. Uh, and I've just invested so much heart and soul and, and hard work, you know, even elbow grease into the city that it really is my passion, um, to, to bring us forward and, and to, to remind everybody, you know, we have to plan responsibly for the future. You mm-hmm. know, we, we right. can't grow too fast. Um, and, and we, we just can't, you know, be too wild with it either. You know, we, ha- we really have to take a look at what, how, what we do today, how is this going to affect us 20 years from now? Um, so I'm just really passionate about doing that and, uh, really want to represent the people of Ward 2. Awesome. Perfect. Well, look, we really appreciate you coming yeah. here today Thank and you telling guys us for about having it. Me. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It's been an honor. Everybody, April 6th. Yeah, yeah. Everybody get out there get out and, and vote. do your job. Please yes, get out and vote. vote. It doesn't right. matter who you vote for, just vote. Right. That's right. That's right. Um, we but think vote for me. Yeah. But, but, but <laughs> vote for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in, uh, watching the show, and all the people on the audio podcast as well. And we will see y'all on the next one. Later. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for checking out the episode. Hope you dug it. If you're enjoying the show, make sure you're following us on all the social platforms. That's at Brownwater B, all one word. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, you name it, we're there. Be sure to check us out. And uh, if you're really enjoying the show and you want to be a supporter, man, jump over to brownwaterbanter.com. We have all kind of merch for sale. We have our uh, leather patch uh, Richardson 112 snapback hats. We've got T-shirts, dry fit hoodies, dry fit short sleeve, dry fit long sleeves, uh, cotton t-shirt so whatever you were looking for we got you covered there once again thanks so much for checking us out and uh, we'll see you on the next one brown water banter